Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.coopblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Welcome back, folks, to another very special episode of the Soul Talk podcast. Today, I want to talk about the power of mistakes. Today, I want to explore mistakes. We've all at some moment made mistakes, things we wished we hadn't done, things we wish we had done differently, relationship mistakes, financial mistakes, business mistakes, mistakes with our kids, mistake decisions from, you know, 10 years ago, five years ago. Sometimes we carry the pain, the shame, the guilt, the judgment of the mis- of what we perceived as a mistake on our back and we beat ourselves up and punish ourselves for making what we call as mistakes. Consider this. Here is a secret key to freedom. There's a profound freedom that you will experience when you embrace this one idea. When I embraced this one idea many, many years ago, it sounded so simple. But when I really took it on as a as a reality, I'm not saying it's the reality, but it was a powerful reality. There's a profound freedom when you embrace the idea that you can never make a mistake. Let me repeat that. You can never make a mistake. And that every experience is simply a blessing that unfolds that unfolds the perfection, the ultimate perfection of your own truth, of your own soul. That you can't make a mistake. Every experience you go through is never a mistake. It's, it's, a, it, it, it's the perfect situation and experience for your soul's highest evolution and growth. And sometimes what we call mistakes, as we learn from them, is actually a necessary requirement that helps you to learn and grow through those situations so that you can experience and know who you really are, experience the perfection of your of your soul in this body, in this human experience. So when I really embrace this idea, there's no such thing as mistakes, not just as a concept, but I mean, really, there is no mistake. I can't make a mistake. And now I'm not saying jump blindfolded off a bridge and say, wait, Coot, do you mean I can't make a mistake? No, that's not a mistake. That's just, you know, stupid, right? But there's a great freedom that happened for me in a certain moment of my life many years ago when I just dropped the idea that, oh, I could do right or wrong. Right and wrong, it's a perception and a perspective and functioning of your ego, your ego, which is always seeing in duality. Your ego is not able to see the totality and the whole perspective of life. When I dropped the idea that there was a right move and a wrong move, when I dropped the idea of seeking to only do what's right, and and and, and when I surrendered the idea that I could make a mistake, there was such a freedom 
that all there was was experience and every experience is ultimately leading me closer to myself. Every experience was leading me closer to, to who I really was. That means everything was perfect. There was no wrong move. So all the pressure, there was a moment when I realized that all the pressure many years back to do life perfectly, because uh, I was a perfectionist, just dropped away. It allowed me to just live life in the moment, as the moment, and experience it as it was arising with much more freedom. So we have to shift our perception and how we define mistakes. Because what might seem like a mistake in one moment, 10 years later, in hindsight, is going to be the best thing that ever happened to you. Because if, if that maybe didn't happen to you, you wouldn't have met your wife or you wouldn't have met that person or your business partner. All mistakes, please hear me, all mistakes are simply the ego's misinterpretation of reality. I will repeat, all mistakes are simply your ego's misinterpretation of reality. And you're only able to interpret reality based on your current level of consciousness and the current level of your, based on the current level of your conditioning. All mistakes are simply your ego's misinterpretation of reality. There's just reality and there's the, there's how you interpret and experience reality. And your interpretation of reality is not necessarily reality. And so when I dropped the idea and surrendered the notion of a mistake, a misperception of the ego, which is limited, only able to see, as I said, from its current perspective, only able to see from one viewpoint, one dimension, what's happening in any given moment, isn't able to see the 360 holistic view of life from the perspective of your soul, your soul, which is one with everything. And as a result, your soul sees everything. Ego only sees from one point. The soul is able to see all perspectives simultaneously, multidimensionally. From that perspective, there's no mistakes. There's only perfection. There is only perfection. Such that every single thing that has ever happened to you up until now is perfect. Every single thing. What if you considered from a spiritual level that every single thing that happened up until now in your life was perfect and necessary, a perfect part. Your parents were the perfect parents. Now look, that doesn't condone some of the things they may have done. That doesn't make it okay. And that doesn't mean that, you know, on a human level, they may not need to be responsible, make amends, say apologies. You know, it, it doesn't mean you are going to be around them if they're abusive and toxic. But on some level, on the soul level, that your parents were a necessary perfect part of your evolution. They, If they were any other way, you wouldn't be who you are. If they were any other way, you wouldn't be seeing the world the way you see it. If they weren't any other way, you may not be able to become the person and have gone on the journey so that you can uh, be the person to fulfill your dream and your vision. So consider that you had the perfect parents, you had the perfect childhood. You, every, every experience that happened in your life was a perfect piece of the puzzle of your journey, a necessary component, a necessary piece, a necessary ingredient to assist you in the fulfillment of why you are here. I'm not saying it was easy. I'm not saying some of those things don't need to be handled. I'm not saying some of those people don't need to be accountable. I'm not saying, you know, hang out with them. But as we step back and we see things from the soul perspective, there is perfection. There is perfection. At that level, life is perfect. 
And that doesn't mean there's not going to be ups and downs and sadness and heartbreak and tears. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It doesn't mean it's, it's going to be pleasant. It doesn't mean you sometimes may not have to take people to court, you know, and handle certain things on this physical three-dimensional human reality. But I think real freedom is the ability that even in the midst of the chaos of life, you can still see the perfection of what's happening in any given moment as you deal with the human experience. So even when it seems to not be perfect, on one level, it's perfect. It's perfectly imperfect in its perfection. And so when I draw, I remember years ago when I got this idea and I dropped the idea that I could do something wrong, that I could do the wrong thing, which is just the ego's judgment, the ego's projection. It, all the pressure dropped away, the right thing, the wrong thing. Am I doing the right thing, seeking for, for a sign, the right thing, the wrong thing, going to a psychic, going to some, getting some guidance. Is, you know what? So long as you are following your heart, so long as you are being sincere, so long as you don't need to know where you're going in order to get to exactly where you're going to get to, but because your soul knows even if your mind doesn't know. The need to know. See, I think part of freedom the degree of freedom you experience in life is in direct proportion with the degree to which you are able to embrace and dance and embrace dance. Accept the unknown. This is freedom. And many times, you know, folks, what we think is right or perceived to be right in this given moment, as you evolve and as you change, turns to not be right five years from now, ten years from now. And... What was wrong in a given moment, maybe five years from now, turns out to be right. So there's tremendous freedom when you drop the limited idea, right and wrong, could make a mistake, heading in the wrong direction. Because even going in the wrong direction moves you a little closer to yourself. If you're willing to learn, if you're willing to not repeat the same mistake, if you're willing to take inventory of yourself, so from that perspective, life is about evolution. Life is about growth. There's a freedom when you realize that whatever direction you're going in is really the right direction, regardless of the direction. One other thing that if you want to be free to surrender is the idea of being attached to your outcome. When you're able to let go of the outcome, the end result, there is profound freedom. For me personally, as I've deepened my relationship to life over the years, I began to drop my attachment to the end result and the outcome, which a profound thing happened for me many years ago when in doing so, as I dropped the attachment to outcomes, it opened up the space to just experience my experience as I was experiencing it. Because what I found is the attachment to the outcome creates suffering because if those outcomes don't happen, there is suffering in that moment. But true freedom is true acceptance. True freedom is an embrace of what is happening, an embrace of what is arising, an embrace of this moment. The ego thinks it knows the outcome that it needs, but it doesn't. It only thinks it knows what it needs, but it doesn't. And what it often does is tries to force and impose those needs on life to make it happen. This is an illusion. 
Ego thinks it knows what needs to happen, but it really doesn't know what needs to happen. It just thinks it knows what needs to happen. And so on some level, it's amusing. So when you surrender the outcome, you become free. When you surrender the attachment to the outcome, there's a profound spaciousness and freedom to start flowing. When you attach to the outcome, you are rigid, you are static. You are not in the flow of life. It's when you surrender to the outcome, to, to life, to nature, this deep surrender. We sometimes think, well, if I surrender, I'm just going to sit there and do nothing. If I surrender, nothing's going to happen. No. If you surrender, you become much more flexible. If you surrender, you become infinitely more superfluid. If you surrender, you are actually receptive and open to all possibilities of life rather than Life has to show up only this way, but maybe life is seeking to bless you this way. Maybe life is bringing you uh, the love of your life, but they don't quite look like what you thought, but you are so attached to the love of my life has to be six foot four, you know, from this ethnicity, this age, this education, live in this place, and maybe life is bigger than your plans. What if life was actually seeking to give you so much more? And there's a freedom when you realize, wait a second, Life has been around for billions of years, and there might be the possibility that you and I, our ego, we don't, we really don't know. And what we think we know is only a fraction, not even a percentage, a fraction of a percentage point of the totality. Then you start moving into a profound relationship with life. Then you can begin dancing with life, moving more fluidly like water, dancing through life, rather than you know, it's like going through a dance, dancing with a partner on the dance floor rather than trying to push your partner, forcing your partner into a direction that clearly they're not really going. You're able to flow like a tango. You're able to flow in harmonious graciousness with the, 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 the flow of life. When you're in the flow, the nature rises to support you. And so sometimes there's this idea when you drop that attachment when you let go of the outcome, you make space for life to unfold. You make space for grace to meet you. You make space for more magic to happen. And so you, from this place too, when you let go of the attachment to the outcome, you stop forcing and, and you, you don't, you realize you, you stop acting out of fear. Many times when life doesn't go according to plan, what we end up doing is we act out of fear because we're afraid that if we don't do and if we don't push, if we don't force, it won't happen. There is a profound thing that happens when you are willing to stand still. When you're willing to stand still, instead of just being in movement, got to be acting, got to be moving, got to do, do, do. When you do out of fear, you reinforce fear and you create more things in your life that you're afraid of. And when you act out of fear, that is your affirmation for your lack of trust in the universe. And what you end up doing is creating more things in your life to be afraid of, even though you're taking action. And so if things aren't flowing, if things aren't happening, be willing to be still. When you are willing to be still, you actually affirm your trust in life. You then also allow life to synchronize and catch up with you, to meet you where you are at. When also things aren't quite flowing, it's an opportunity to deepen your listening and relationship to life, to feel what is life seeking to unfold? What is life seeking to express beyond your ego attachment? That's when you loosen the grip of life and bring yourself into relationship with what is truly your highest what is truly meant for you. Many times we, we act out of fear because we think, oh my God, I'm going to do the wrong thing. I'm going to make a mistake. Realize that you cannot miss what is meant for you. You cannot miss 
what is truly yours. You cannot miss your highest destiny. When you loosen the grip of your, e your ego's vice grip on the moment and you let go, you actually begin to relax in a state of peacefulness, in a state of flow. And that's when the magic can flow and the magic can happen because you're not strangling the neck and the flow of life unfolding. You might think, well, nothing will happen if I just allow. But in fact, what if more happened? Because you're no longer stressed. You're no longer anxious. You're no longer afraid. You're open. You're vibrant. You're curious. You're in flow. Meeting life like a child, expanded, open, relaxed. Bruce Lee said that the key to generating power is in direct proportion with your ability to relax. In this relaxed state, you're much more likely to take the actions you need to take at a higher level, which is going to produce a higher level of outcome. The paradox is letting go of the outcome, letting go of the attachment to the outcome, holding on to the outcome, which won't get you what you want. The, the paradox is as you let go, you're more likely to receive what you want or more than you thought you wanted in the relaxed, open, vibrant, creative state. Because you're going to be more productive in that zone. That's the paradox. So for me, folks, surrendering the outcome, surrendering the attachment to the outcome, surrendering the idea that you can make a mistake it's profound freedom. Remembering not to take life too seriously, right? Not to take life too seriously. To embrace the celebration of the craziness and the humor and the magic of all this wild, incredible, creative art piece called life. You know, I heard this quote recently by Alan Watts, who said something like, I might be butchering the quote, but don't take too seriously what the gods created for fun. So folks, hope you're enjoying this moment. Hope you're celebrating this moment. And I hope you're enjoying life. Be like a child today. Enjoy life. Celebrate existence. All of existence is also celebrating you. Go through life. What if you couldn't make a mistake? What would you do? What if you couldn't screw up? What would you do? What if you couldn't make a mistake? Where would you go? Who would you speak to? What risks would you take? I would like you right now to go do it. Go take the risk. Go love it. Do it. Express it. This is your moment. And enjoy. Hope you enjoyed today's short episode, friends. Please do download this episode, share it with your friends, post on social media, shoot me an email, coopblackson at coopblackson.com. I would love to hear uh, what you receive from today's short episode. Until uh, next week, sending you much, much love, big hugs, love now. If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.coopblackson.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now. <laughs>